Hello and a big welcome to everybody for episode 47 of the Hockey Free For All podcast. I am your host, Stephen Stiles, and it's great to already be back. Just seems like everything is going so absolutely quickly these days. Let's try an off-the-cuff, in other words, something different from a topic, because now that Arizona Coyotes are in a free fall and people are starting to talk about where they should go to, let's really open this up. Let's talk about an expansion growth to an eye-popping 40 NHL team league. Let's just blow this wide open. So in addition to where the Coyotes might land, and I still think and I hope that that's Salt Lake City because I think that will be a great, perfect uh, team for them, leaving Quebec and Kansas City as the logical next two expansion teams because they already have NHL arenas in there and they're ready to go. Puck can drop tomorrow. Not a big deal. It brings back a rabid hockey fan base in Quebec. Again, reignites that Nordique-Canadians rivalry that we've talked about from time to time and also lends some stability as an expansion team. Now, I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, Quebec City only has 500,000 people. That's more than enough to fill an NHL arena that only needs 20,000. That's an additional 480,000. So I think the city of Quebec is just fine. Just because people are like, well, they've already been fans. They're not new fans. So does that mean like, you punish them because they've already been fans? That's insane. But Kansas City and Quebec would be the next two. And then after that, I am finding it really hard and trying to figure out why people are talking about Atlanta in any way, shape, or form, as that has been a total catastrophic and cataclysmic failure of an epic proportion each time they've tried to go there. Look, some cities, they thought Phoenix was going to work too. Phoenix and Atlanta are just two of them that aren't going to work for whatever reason. Timing's not right. Fan base isn't right. Something's not right. And just walk away from I get it. They're large TV audiences. I understand that. But sometimes that isn't the only thing that matters. You actually got to have people there to fill the arena. As much as everybody's going to want to blame and hang this one on the league, I commend the league for trying so hard and so long to keep the team in Arizona, but it just isn't meant to be. And rather than finding fault, how about you say everybody moves forward and we actually move on? That would be really, really refreshing instead of this continuation of assigning blame and some egotistical pissing match that has no place in society, let alone in any sport. So let's talk about just expansion to an absolute crazy level. What would happen, and I mentioned earlier 36 or 40, what would happen if you went to a 42-team league, 21 teams in each conference, 16 of which make the playoffs, five don't in each conference. And there's no longer divisions, it's just a 21-team Eastern Conference, it's a 21-team Western Conference. And people are probably going, how in the hell could you have that many teams? Let's take a look at it. What if your 21 Eastern Conference teams included Montreal, new expansion team in Quebec, Toronto Maple Leafs, new Hamilton, Ontario team, Ottawa Senators, Buffalo Sabres, Boston Bruins, New York Rangers, New York Islanders, New Jersey Devils, Philadelphia Flyers, Pittsburgh Penguins, Columbus Blue Jackets, Detroit Red Wings, Chicago Blackhawks, New Milwaukee expansion team, Washington Capitals, Carolina Hurricanes, Nashville Predators, Tampa Bay Lightning, Florida Panthers. Those are your 21 teams in the Eastern Conference, 16 of which make the playoffs every year. That way, more cities can have playoff teams, more fans can enjoy their teams, which is what a lot of people have wanted for a long time, is the NHL to increase the amount of teams that make the playoffs. So let's just, right off the bat, 32 
of these 42 teams are going to make it. 16 from each of the 21 team conferences. The Western Conference, Vancouver Canucks, Calgary Flames, Edmonton Oilers, Winnipeg Jets, New Saskatoon Saskatchewan team. I'll come back to that because I know some people are going, that's just stupid. Seattle Kraken, New Portland, Oregon expansion team, Salt Lake City team because that's where the Coyotes moved to, San Jose Sharks, New Sacramento California team because California's got over 40 million people. They can support it. And another team on the northern side of that state, great for rivalries, great for balance in the league from a traveling standpoint. LA Kings, Anaheim Mighty Ducks. I'm sorry, Anaheim Ducks. They're not the Mighty Ducks anymore. Las Vegas Golden Knights, Dallas Stars. New Houston expansion team, New Austin, Texas expansion team. Those, in my opinion, are two dead heat cities that both deserve them. A couple of people on other podcasts, such as Aaron Ward, said Texas just absolutely loves the sport of hockey. Austin and Houston, to go along with Dallas, have all exploded in population, all love sports, Why not put one in Austin as well as Houston? Minnesota Wild, St. Louis Blues. New Des Moines, Iowa expansion team. Because Des Moines, Iowa and the rest of that state is growing rapidly in population. Kansas City, like we talked about before, expansion team. New Oklahoma City expansion team. Little Texas rivalry right right there. Just like college football is. Oklahoma and Texas would be in an instantaneous rivalry. Now, I said I'd come back to Saskatoon. If anybody thought that was just absolutely out of its mind and not possible, I put it in there because it would give Canada a right across the province representation. And I think Canada deserves more teams as well. I think Canada should account for at least 25% of the league's team at any given time. But if nobody can wrap their heads around the Saskatoon franchise, how about one in New Orleans? Talk about a transient place that everybody's going to. The NHL has been obsessed with the warmer weather southern states. Perfect. Louisiana, put one in New Orleans. And have their uniforms the same color as the Saints. Black and gold. It'd be perfect. This addresses a majority, beyond a shadow of a doubt, amount of issues that fans have wanted for decades as far as the amount of teams and playoffs. This brings a balance to the travel of all the teams. Nobody's got this unfair, ridiculous, I'm kind of towards the eastern part of the United States, but I got to travel out of the west all the time or anything else. And it would balance out the league better than anything else. And I think from a revenue standpoint, which throw out everything else, if the league has never been concerned, because some people say, well, you know, the league just cares about whatever that is, fill in the blank. I would fill in that blank with revenue. The league always wants to make more revenue. The league always wants to expand. The league always wants to reach new fan bases and teams and things such as that. I think this would do a remarkable job at doing that. And I think every one of those franchises would likely be very, very financially stable. And finally, nobody would have to be worrying about, oh, God, what do we got to do with this team? Where do we got to move them to? We got to find a new owner. I mean, think about that for a second. You got 32 teams right now. This is talking about bringing 10 additional teams. Let's just take the straight amount of $500 million, which you now know with the Ottawa Senators, they're going to be about a billion dollars or more sold for. So let's just take a billion dollars. Forget about 500 million. That's $10 billion to the league. Think about what the league, from a financial stability standpoint, a ownership revenue sharing perspective, talk about financial stability, and that's just in your expansion franchises, let alone your TV contract. 
So that would be an incredible difference for the National Hockey League. And I think at that point, I hopefully at that point, expansion goes away. Now, one thing I mentioned in episode 46 that I'd get back to you, the one thing that cannot continue here, though, should half this amount, all 10 of these teams ever become a reality, is the NHL expansion draft rules has to change. Because this amount of expansion, even half of it, would deplete rosters of organizations that have worked so hard through the draft and acquiring talent. It would set them back years, if not a decade, as far as their abilities to be competitive and win the cup. So what Vegas and Seattle got would in no way work for this. And that's where I have a problem with the NHL wanting to raid other organizations' talent. Well, you know, we want to make sure these guys do okay. Hey, you want to be a new team. You come in and you take on the full risk. Other teams are not there to support you. They're not. I know that might sound cruel. That might sound like, well, you don't care. I do care. But my first care is for my own team if I owned one. So under this scenario, you would have to allow teams to protect five defensemen, nine forwards, and a starting goaltender. Your fourth line, your sixth defenseman, and your backup goaltender is available for an expansion draft. Okay? In the AHL, not even any of those players are available. And before I get there, let's put one more stipulation in at the NHL level. Any player three years or less isn't eligible at all for an expansion draft. That carries over to the AHL as well. But in the AHL, less than three years? No, you're not available. Okay? And all the NHL teams get to keep their top seven AHL prospects. All the NHL teams get to keep any and all junior prospects, whether signed or not. They're their prospects. They get to keep them. So what does that make available to all these teams? Backup goaltenders, sixth defensemen, fourth-line players. And before anybody gets upset about that, think of how the fourth-line and third-line players or all of the what's considered extra or role model players that were kind of like support positional players on other teams that got drafted by Vegas and Seattle and have become first-line players. So it's not like these expansion teams would be getting hosed, if you would like to call it, rather than many other choices one could probably pick. The other 13 players on the AHL rosters are available. Everybody in the ECHL, everywhere else is available. But prospects are already owned by organizations, and anybody less than three years are kept by the organizations. The top nine forwards, top five defensemen, and your number one goaltender. Now, that being said, you can also give NHL players a really cool benefit here, whether they have a no-trade contract in their uh, current contract, or should I say a no-trade clause in their current contract. If they want to go and be available, then they can. But that being said, if they're one of the ones you want to protect, they can be protected as well. So give them the option. Maybe they signed a contract a long time ago and the city that they're playing in isn't for them anymore. Kind of like Carey Price did for the Montreal Canadiens. Not that Montreal wasn't for him. I'm not saying that before anybody loses their mind. But if the player wants to kind of wipe the board clean, it's not working out for their family anymore and go somewhere else, let them go. I mean, if unless you want to retain them for other reasons, let the player out of their no trade. No big deal. I mean, let, let's be friendly about this. But can't raid and pillage the existing teams to feed all these expansion teams. And teams like Montreal and others right now that are putting together very, very deep prospect pools. Columbus Blue Jackets would be another one. You can't dip into those and say, well, we're going to take from you for these guys. They've been having hard times for a long time, and they deserve their talent just as much as an expansion team would. So this has got to be fair for the other teams as well. 
I get it. You want the expansion teams to be as competitive as possible, as quickly as possible. However, not at the expense of another team. Not punishing another team who's done a really good job and happens to have a lot of extra talent shouldn't have to lose it for nothing. Or if the current system is capped, then you're talking about compensation of draft picks to existing teams that lose that talent. And not necessarily just an automatic chart, but the team has a say in what they get draft round pick as well. If what they're losing was a former first round pick, they get a supplemental first round pick at the end of the first round. That first round continues in those supplemental picks because you can't dilute your existing teams. It doesn't work that way. And it's not going to improve your product on the ice. And you're going to get a lot of repercussions from fans that are going to be extremely upset that their teams got hosed for somebody else's benefit. Doesn't work that way. The teams that are coming into the league are already proud to be part of it and need to realize it's going to be hard work just like the existing teams have always found it to be as well. But let that sink in for a little bit. A 42-team NHL. Think about that and how long that season could go. On that note, I'm your host, Stephen Stiles. Thanks again for tuning in to episode 47 of the Hockey Free For All podcast. Have a fantastic week, 